hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, it's Monday. Happy. <laughs> Wait, what do we what do we have to be happy for? Not a heck of a lot. Boy, they're having a, a, a rough time in Southern California. If you haven't heard, they're getting pummeled by, uh, it's not a hurricane anymore. It's a tropical storm, I believe. Hillary. Uh, yeah, they downgrade once they hit land because the land slows it down. But either way, you still bring in the winds. You still the rain? bring in the water. You yeah, know, the rain. Uh, well, you got the the push with the flooding, the water it brings in from the ocean, the rain that drops down. But what's with and, that magnif- magnitude five point one earthquake? I thought it was five point two. They no, well, maybe it's gone up. I'm, I'm looking at it five point one here, but maybe it's gone up. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But what is with an earthquake and a hurricane? How does it did it- seem kind of odd because uh, the the storm didn't cause the earthquake. Now an earthquake there, you know they're they're prone to it, so. Who would question it? Well, I would question it when you look at everything. Okay, let's just take a look at the wildfires in Hawaii. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you've got wildfires out of control in the state of Washington. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So, you know, doing the same thing. What's with all these wildfires? And now, you know, in, in Southern California, you got the hurricane that was coming in that's caused flooding and mudslides. Well, what other natural disaster can there be? Well, you could have an an earthquake. Well, Mm -hmm. okay, we got one. The only other thing that's left to go, (laughs) I hate to say it, is uh, a volcano. Well, give it time. We've still got a few hours left in the day. Uh, You know, maybe a volcano and a dam breaking down. And boy, you know what? Uh, But all the federal dollars that'll go. See, Hawaii didn't get anything. Oh, but California, mm-mm. they See, will get every I, damn dollar there is. I've been around for a while, and I've seen a lot of hurricanes, lived through a lot of hurricanes. But I've I been do through not, hurricanes. I do not remember in my lifetime uh, ever uh, seeing an earthquake related to a hurricane. Now, maybe there's some meteorologists out there who will say, oh, it happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, I, I've never seen it ever, okay? I mean, we had Hurricane Katrina, no earthquake. Hurricane Carol back in 1954, no earthquake that I know of. Uh, Diane, no earthquake. A a, a bunch of different hurricanes throughout my experience, and I've never heard of an earthquake at the same time. It just sounds like there's something more going on. And and I know it's conspiracy theorists on my part, but there's a lot to be suspicious about nowadays, aren't there? Well, yeah, there are. Look, you know, the, the planet is volatile. I mean, weather and the ground beneath us, it's all volatile. They're talking about a massive eruption that is going to spew from the core of the earth Mm. diamonds. I was reading about that. I'm going, I'm going to go out there with a a hard hat. I'm going to put on my pith helmet, and I'm going to carry a bucket. Yep. (laughs) And I'm going to catch all the diamonds I can. I don't know. But um, being serious now, tornadoes in Rhode Island, New Hampshire. Now, it's not uncommon to have those there, but... All of a sudden, they're having them there. They had flooding. Most people there in uh, Massachusetts didn't have flood insurance. Capable of having it, but, you know, you have there, there's an earmark benchmark that they go by. Mm-hmm. When you buy a plan, oh, you don't need that. I mean, uh, the chance of that happening are nil. Well, nil happened. And, you know, California prone to earthquakes, so it's easy to throw, you know show it out there. Hawaii with the wildfires. They had to go and make up the story for that, I do believe. Um, 
You know, one one spot that we really haven't talked about an earthquake for, and it is prime. There was a time back in the 80s that they talked about it, mm-hmm. is the, uh, I think it's called the Meridian Fault in the middle of, it is the, the fault that made the Mississippi flow back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There, there, there is definitely, do you know there's a hurricane, a hurricane an earthquake fault uh, underneath New York City? Oh, yeah. Well, there's one here in uh, this end of Pennsylvania. Um, uh, there's a mountain that I drive by in 81. I look at that, and I'm going like, that looks like a small volcano summit. The mountain looks like it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did a bunch of research. There were volcanoes everywhere, and it was one. It's never been considered one that's relevant or active. And I'm like going, yeah, but, you know, somebody could go in there and dig and f- probably find all kinds of stuff. But they're in Jersey and everywhere. It's funny how, you know, old things are becoming active, kind of like laws that are <laughs> yeah, becoming yeah, active. Yeah. Uh, be, we, before we get to where you're going, and I know where you're going, I just well, want to. I have a, I have were, a big lead up for that. Well, you were talking about uh, Hawaii and uh, yeah. what's happening out there. You know, Joe's going to be there today uh, if they can wake him, and um, he is going to go out there. I'm sure and offer his condolences. And um, stumble around and get lost, and then they'll fly him back. But uh, the oh. governor, Josh Green, was on Face the Nation, and he had this to say. Uh, more than 1,000 are unaccounted for, about 1,050. Uh, it will take several weeks still. Some of the challenges are going to be extraordinary. As you reported, 85% of the, of the land of the impact zone has been covered now by what amounts to a, an army of search and rescue teams and 41 dogs. So at 85% of the land's been covered. Now we go into the larger buildings, which require peeling back some of the floors and structures. That last 15% could take weeks. Uh, we do have extreme concerns that uh, because of the temperature of the fire, uh, the remains of those who have uh, died, uh, in some cases, may be impossible to recover meaningfully. So uh, there are going to be people that are lost uh, forever and right now we're working obviously with the fbi and everyone on the ground to make sure that we do what we can to assess uh, who's missing that is hard to hear um governor Uh, i know a local maui official said a large number of the dead may have actually been children who were left home that day because schools were closed many of them alone or with their grandparents is that the case as possible uh, that's that's what we're sharing uh here internally that is possible that there will be many children uh this is the largest uh, catastrophe and disaster that's ever hit maui probably it's ever hit hawaii outside of uh, wartime events so uh, we just thank everyone in the world for reaching out and supporting us through all of the recent you know ways that they can. Uh, right now, we are trying to make sure everyone is sheltered and we begin to get all the federal resources we can to make life in some way livable for the survivors. That's where we are at the moment. You know, the National Weather Service had issued a fire watch for your state August 6th, a few days before the fire hit. With the siren system, um, you said to CNN on Monday and again on Tuesday that you believe some of the sirens were broken. When did you learn they weren't fully functional? We assess every siren across the state on the first of the month, and then we ask people to update them and fix them to their abilities. Uh, you know, I, of course, I, as a person, as a father, as a doctor, as, I wish all the sirens went off. The 
challenge that you've heard, and it's not to excuse or explain anything, the challenge has been that historically those sirens are used for tsunamis. Uh, that's when I came to Hawaii 23 years ago, was told when I was living down near the shore. So it's usually tsunamis and hurricanes. Uh, for perspective, we've had six fire emergencies this August. We had six fire emergencies between 1953 and 2003. That's how how fast things are changing. I know that there is debate out there whether we should be talking about climate change or not. Yeah. Well, let's be real, world. Climate change is here. We are in the midst of it with a hotter planet and fiercer storms. Right. And you asked the question, I'm coming back to it right now. Do I wish those sirens went off? Of course I do. And I think that the answer that the um, the emergency administrator from Maui who's resigned said was, of course, utterly unsatisfactory uh, to the world. Uh, but it is the case that, that we've historically not used those kind of warnings for fires. You know, the guy's a leftist and he can't help himself, right? I mean, he has to bring in climate change as being a, a part of the reason why they had these fires. And people who are out there are saying, no, no, it's always hot in Hawaii. And what the problem is, as far as they were concerned, is that uh, a lot of these sugarcane fields that were once active and being used for product have been abandoned and left to, uh, I guess, just... That's not the reason. No, but I'm just telling you what they're they're saying. They're saying the people, they're saying that a lot of it is neglect and the fact that they didn't uh, cut back the uh, overgrowth from the the city and uh, just uh, just neglect really more than anything right. else neglect is the reason for this and then of course a whole cadre of uh, uh, civil uh, mistakes that they made I mean they should have had a rescue plan we heard, had our guest on last week who was there Joe yeah yeah Joe was there he when he he was there when the fire was going on. He was there after the fire was over, and uh, he said he saw two police officers, the same two police officers, his entire time there. No more. Isn't that what he said, Bill? He said two yeah, of the same yeah, guys. Yeah, he, he was. He was. He was dumbfounded by how the uh, how the barricades got up at night when you had these two guys yeah. that didn't do anything, yeah. and they went up before the emergency. So yeah. if I get if I listened right, so I'm like going, you know, there there's a lot to this story that doesn't make sense, you know, and and people are trying to put the pieces together. Unfortunately, the news is out there with an answer to everything, uh, and there's too many things that I want to talk about today that we could even cover in an hour uh, because it opened up a Pandora's box mm. of wait a minute to me, you know, that's going on. But let's go back to his alarms. What did I tell you about? And you actually heard the darn thing go off. I had alarms going off here that's last right. week. And yes. that was the, now, right not too far away from me. I'm out in the country, but down the road mm-hmm. is the Susquehanna nuclear power plant. Little history on nuclear power plants. When they were first made, they had a 25-year approval, and that was it. That was done. Then they had to be over because there is no way you could really certify the concealment, containment of radiation. Uh, so they'd have to be shut down and feathered. But it was recertified uh, a few years back. I got friends that work there. 
and they scratch their heads. And it's like that plant that was in Japan when they had the hurricane yeah. tsunami yeah. Uh, that came in because there's no place to take all the spent rods, so they stack them on the roof. This sucker stacks them on the roof, too. But anyway, for the first time in over 15 years, they tested the siren system, the warning system for that. Mm -hmm. Why has it been 15 years, and why now? So if there's an accident here and you hear me no more, Put two and two together because there's I'll be I'll be joining a lot of well, people. Well, the other thing, Bill, we we talked about um, over the weekend. We both experienced internet problems, and it could be coincidence. But I heard from other people that they were experiencing them too. Oh yeah, and so uh, I guess what I'm saying is, is there something happening with our internet that we don't know about? Are we going to well, all of a there sudden is one a talk day? Of, there is a talk about controlling the communications. They're going to blame this on the sun. It's it's going through a heating cycle right now. Yeah, flares, and solar it, flares. And flares and all of yeah. that. It does that, and they're saying, well, this could be exponentially uh, harmful to the, the planet. Mm. Well, yeah, it could, but we can't control nature. But what they can do is use the excuse saying, well, it's going to take out ra – we know it takes out radio signals, hardwire communications. I've got a little bit of a problem with that. Yeah, there is some – transmission of things, but uh, I found out that last week some of the, the downtime that we had, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we were checking some things and uh, pulling some of the lines. Really? You didn't tell anybody you were well, doing why this were they, work. Why were they doing that here, too? They were doing it here, too. Exact same thing. Well, okay, let's get into conspiracy here. We'll keep this one short, but let's bring it up. Google has announced Yes, I heard that this. They, <laughs> they are going to sit there and monitor and determine what is legitimate news. So yes. if you are an independent news source, that is their justification to say you will no longer show up in Google searches. So right. people can type in your address, not get there. People can type in this or that, can't get there. Oh, well, well they're in America. Look at what they're already doing, by the way, with uh, YouTube. Right, they own YouTube. Yeah. The same people who own Google own YouTube, and they're already doing that censoring on YouTube. I can watch a pedophile story. No, I don't, and I haven't. I know what you you're can saying. Find yes. one on YouTube, but you cannot sit there and hear uh, um, uh, an opinion that is different than Joe Biden won the election by a landslide, and he's getting ready to do it again. Yeah, gee, Joe, Joe is caught. Now, I'm going to say this about Joe. You know, back in the 80s, we knew he was a liar. We knew he was a crook, but we kind of accepted him. And we also knew he was a pervert and a pedophile. Nothing has changed about Joe over the years except one thing and one thing only. He has amassed and put together the perfect crime organization. It's at work today. If you don't believe me, he was caught off mic saying, you know, you don't F with Joe. Well, really? Well, what about, uh, what was that guy's name, uh, Robertson, or whatever his name was? Yeah, the uh, guy. Craig uh, Robertson in, in, in Utah. Uh, Bravo, Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't ask him. How about the guy in he, Albuquerque? He's uh, dead. There was a guy in Albuquerque uh, just a few days ago. Same thing, oh, except this time they're not releasing any of the facts. Yeah. 
And he's dead, too. Yep. So anybody that speaks out against Joe is dead or eliminated. You know, and they're they're going out. They're going. They're controlling speech. They're controlling the narrative. Joe is a thief and a crook. We know that it's come out now that he's used alias names. Did have you heard about that in the news over the weekend? It's all over the oh, place. Oh, I know. I know. Even they admit. Oh yeah, yeah. He used alias names. <laughs> it's just Joe. At you. It's just Joe. It's you senile know. old Joe. He's not senile. He is a. Well, crook. wait a second. Flag on the play before we started the show. What did they say they picked up on an open mic just recently from Jumpin' Joe? Yeah, you don't F with Joe Biden. He said that. Well, he said the word. Yeah. You don't blank with Joe Biden. And he is that way. Go back to his early speeches. You know, he told stories about popcorn and this and popcorn and that. I'm just waiting, you know, well, he, for him one to... One time he leaned over Obama's shoulder at a press conference. I don't know whether you remember this. And he said to him on an open mic, this is a big effing deal. He said he it... And tongue every, t- he, he tongue-kissed his granddaughter. Oh, I saw. He, I saw him on stage. He slipped her the tongue. I mean, this little girl's going, oh, what's this hairy thing with Gatorade on it? But, you know, <laughs> the point, or uh, tomato juice on it... Point is, Joe is a pervert. Would you kiss your grandson or your granddaughter? Well, wait a second. French kiss? Would you? Listen to this short segment from Tucker. So a lot of people online are wondering why, according to Hunter Biden's electronic devices, Joe Biden's family refers to him as pedo Peter. It's kind of weird. Why would they call a guy who showers with his own daughter pedo Peter? We have no idea. Then we saw these pictures. They showed Joe Biden kissing his own granddaughter on the lips multiple times. In February of 2020, Joe Biden was speaking at a campaign event in Iowa. He said his daughter told him not to kiss her in public. Then he said his granddaughter is, quote, different. But granddaughters not only love their dads, their grandpops, they always like them. And that's the great thing. Thank you, baby. Thanks. Yeah. So it's totally normal. Sharing with your daughter is totally normal. But there is a reason the FBI wants to get its hands on Joe Biden's daughter's diary very badly. and is willing to arrest people in order to keep that from becoming public. We'll let you continue to guess. Well, there you go. Pedo Peter. The family yeah, calls him Pedo Peter. Ar- they want to arrest the uh, condescending people who say, that's not right. You can't say that about Joe. Oh, you I didn't know. win the election. You can't say that about Joe. And they're getting ready to do it again. Trump has got the highest polls that he's ever, ever had, and they keep going higher and higher. And the Democrats are going, he needs to get out now because he's going to lose to Joe. Uh, rhinos are going, well, he needs to get out because he's going to lose and take down the Republican Party. How the hell do you know that? Johnny Reese is a major league pitcher who always had a talent for striking people out. Teams fell over themselves trying to recruit the young man with the menacing fastball. But baseball isn't his only talent. He's also a major league hit man. A contract killer who likes his work. Reese does more than strike opponents out. He eliminates them all together. Retired New York City detective Jack Kane has come to Pittsburgh to find a killer. And squeeze play by Jim Harrington is the story about what happens when these two alpha males meet and go head to head. It's a great weekend read. Squeeze play from Dover and Blackstone Media, LLC. 
It's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and many other great online book sites. Or visit It'sAnotherDay.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Squeeze Play is a grand slam. Okay, you can reach us at uh, our phone number, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Leave your message or your request or your suggestion or your comment there, 833-538-7868. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com. Be sure and tell your friends about us. Send the link, share us with your friends. We would appreciate that. And drop us a note, too, that uh, you let people hear about us because we're kind of like on a, uh, an audience-building campaign, kind of like they do on PBS trying to raise money. Yes, we're not exactly. trying to raise money. <laughs> um, we just want to uh, look. We are getting ready to go into the home stretch. I would say that uh, by yeah. November, we're in the home stretch to the election next year. If it doesn't change by then, I mean, there is a, there's a storm brewing and change oh, is coming. Time. Um, and, uh, I, I want to be on the, I want to be riding that, that tsunami wave. Now, with that said, that doesn't mean that uh, things are going to change because they have a machine and they're trying to, you know, erase everything so that you believe that the machine is right, but they're going to do what they're going to do. You know, uh, there's evidence of that, but, you know, I was going to do a little shift here of um, you saw what's going on in the Navy. It's, it's happened again. I mean, uh, another, uh, another ship commander was fired over their coin phrase now, loss of confidence in his ability to command. That's the second I've heard of in the past three months. Oh, but it's, there, there's, there's, I mean, it's double-digit yeah. numbers now that they've taken commanders out of command of destroyers and... Uh, carriers and whatnot. What the heck is going on here? Mm -hmm. But apparently he's part of the 7th Fleet in Japan, uh, Kenji uh, Igawa. And he just got the command last year. So my question is, with all these commanders losing their post, they're being asked to do something that they're going, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So it's morally, politically, or ethically, ethically wrong. Yeah. Sure. What is the Navy who falls under the commander-in-chief being asked to do. Joe has got a, uh, a habit of dancing around the law. He's dancing around the Second Amendment. I ran into somebody that owned a gun shop that got taken down uh, about two months ago. and they When were you say taken of, down, you mean they were closed they yanked up? They their license. They're closed up. They're, yeah. they're out of business. They were out at the flea market selling fishing tackle now. That's wow. what they have been reverted to. And one of them sat there and said, yeah, 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 we're guilty of this. Um, but they weren't because I, I know people that went to school with them, and you know, but they can't talk about it because the deal's off then. Oh, so other, and, so to keep them out of jail, essentially, they worked out a see, plea agreement, a plea agreement where they were to be quiet about what the deal was? Mm -hmm. Wow. So anyway, you know, you got to wonder what's going on, but you're going, well, Bill, that's just one case. Yeah. No. Since January, 127 gun shops have lost their licenses.
and had to make deals with the government to keep from family businesses from going to jail. Really? This year? Yeah. So wait, year wait, wait a 80. second. Wait. So we have gun shops being closed down right in front of us, mm-hmm. and it's being done on a regular basis. We Since have Joe got in. We have dissenting citizens being shot and killed mm-hmm. um, for for posting on the internet. I guess. Look at. I'm not saying the guy out in Utah was right. I mean. He may have posted he something. He should have shut his mouth, yeah. but he didn't. He was. He posed no threat. I mean, if you saw this guy. 75 years three, old, and, and he was an invalid. Oh, yeah. Look, he couldn't He couldn't race to catch up with a slow-moving turtle and peanut butter. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. That's not a joke. No, I know. And, and, hey, listen, I know exactly what you're saying. You the know, guy was. The guy has got health issues. He's 75, but you know what he also was? He was the sole provider for... His, I think, his nephew, who not was anymore. who was blind, not anymore. He's dead, and he's got no say, and he never had a say when they came a knocking at the door with the. Well, no, they blew. They, they came in the front window. window with a, an armored vehicle. Yeah. So, and he was standing there, folks. He didn't have a weapon in his hand, which means that to me is murder. That was a hit, but you know, Joe Biden. He is circumnavigating the Second Amendment. Well, we can't, you know, ban guns, so we'll take away the places where they buy their ammunition and the guns. 127 this year, a little over 80 last year, and when he first got into office, 20. So this has been a concerted effort. They knew about it. It's lip service to say, well, the Second Amendment, no, nobody needs a gun. They're, they're priming the pump. For the fact that they're taking okay, now everything let's, away. Let me let me back the bus up, as my friend would say. Okay, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> the thing is, this we'd like to think that Trump has a handle on what's going on politically, because you know you, you, you got to feel that he's a savvy guy. He's an astute businessman. He's been in negotiations and around people uh, who have wanted uh, him to fail before and he has succeeded but the problem is he hasn't been dealing with the deep state and of course it is personally i think wait a second he had four years and he made some mistakes in the first term because he trusted the wrong people and the wrong people gave him gave him bad advice and he got screwed okay and and we all got screwed i mean the fact of the matter is even at the end where he lost the election i think there was a certain element of trust he trusted mike pence to do the right thing and Mike Pence gave him the shiv in the back. And and I believe that. He can deny it and say it with all the conviction in the world. But I believe that Pence... Mike Pence, Pence, Trump. That's all there is to it. And, you know, he's a turncoat, a liar. All he had to do was pawn the election. And he knows it, but he's turning the thing around. They got to him if, they, if he wasn't a part of that crew. And you got to wonder what the deal is. Here's the problem now. Now I hear that uh, they are, the deep state is just not going to let Trump and his uh, minions get back into power. They've got a plan. The plan is uh, the 14th Amendment of the United States. And and you're saying, well, what's the 14th Amendment? Well, it was actually, I think, uh, put together. Civil War. During this, yeah, during this, just after the Civil War, so that if you were uh, on the side of the South and you fought against the United States, and if even if you had been a a senator before that or or a representative, 
uh, you were toast as far as uh, political uh, efforts. You couldn't be in politics again. You were done. They're going to yeah. say right now that uh, the the January 6th thing was an insurrection, and it was uh, led on by Trump. It was his doing that caused yeah. the insurrection, which of Let's course, clear. which of course, we go back to we go back to what he said: uh, go peacefully and and patriotically. You don't go up there and raise hell. He didn't encourage violence at all, but that that was neither here nor there. And by the way, he didn't ask people to come down to Washington. He didn't no, ask he didn't. everybody to show up. They showed up, and he made a presentation. You were going to read the 14th Amendment bill. Go ahead. Well, you're, you're Section 3, all right? At, at the front, it doesn't mean a whole lot, but it says, No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state, to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given uh, aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. So in other words, if you took part in an insurrection, that was it. That's a Civil War thing. Now, Okay, well, there was an insurrection. There was not an insurrection. Then there was never a proper hearing on it. Well, what was that on TV? It was showmanship. They didn't, Trump was not asked to go testify. They did not call Trump witnesses. It was all a one-sided charade with no legal jurisdiction or bind, you know, or, or, or enforceable aspects at all, except that if you want to challenge it and go back and look at it, Oh, we accidentally destroyed all okay. the evidence of it. You have to admit, the the truth of the matter is, is that there really isn't a Democrat or Republican side. There is a deep state side, which yeah. has Democrats and Republicans. The Democratic Party is more uh, leftist, it, it more open about their, their beliefs. You, you know where they are. But there's a, a rhino side of the Republican Party that is, I think, worse than the Democrat side because the Democrats, you know, where they stand. With the rhinos, they pretend to be on our side, when in reality, they're wolves in sheep's sheep's clothing. What's happening this week is the debate. Asa Hutchinson is going to get up there, supposedly, and he's going to in the. And by the way, he has I think less than one percent of the people mm. following. He has a minuscule amount of people who are voting for Asa. I think his family. But the fact of the matter, he's going to get on that stage and he's going to start talking about the 14th Amendment. He's mm. going to start talking about how he can't endorse or support a candidate who was the leader of an insurrection. He there is was going no to, insurrection. But he's going to start putting forth the storyline of the 14th Amendment. Why? Because Asa Hutchinson is no different than Adam Schiff or any of the other Democrats on the left. I don't, and, and by the way, guys like Chris Christie, co conspirator. There are, you know, you have to understand something, folks. For the longest time, Republicans voted for guys who we were told were on our side, who believed as never we were. do. And they never, I'm, I'm going to include people like the Bushes. 
the Bushes mm-hmm. have more in common with the Clintons than they have in common with you and me. Trust well, me. you know, a lot of Democrats go and stay at the Bush compound in Kenny Bunkport. Of course. And it, you, you see all the time when there's a function, you see George Bush and Bill Clinton walking together, laughing together. Why? Is it, it, oh. we, and we think, well, they have, the, they have the commonality of having been president. Bull. Um, Bull. You know, and I, you know I, I have a topic on the presidents. It may have to wait. But... Um, there, there are so many things. I mean, Joe dancing around the Second Amendment. Uh, he's uh, dancing around the Supreme Court with, um, you know, the student loan forgiveness because they said it's illegal, and he goes and he does it anyway. He doesn't care about the law. Now, here's another thing that he's doing: border wall. Oh, oh you know? my God! Don't no, get, the border. Oh, wall. I heard okay. about this. There, there's three hundred million dollars worth of uh, oh, supplies and equipment there for the completion of that border wall. Joe has said, "Let's sell it. I'll sell it for three million dollars." So now that money's not accounted for, so I can spend it on any woke project I want to. Well, that's great. That's your taxpayer to pay your dollars. Yeah, that- and there's seven thousand. I heard, by the way, it was. Illegal. I heard it was two million, even worse. Well, my my okay, two million. Okay, yeah. let's say it's two, three. Who cares when it's three hundred million dollars well, worth of your money that he's giving away so he can spend it for whatever he wants? And you got seven thousand unvented illegal aliens coming across the border every friggin' day. Maria Bartiromo was doing a promo for her show on Sunday on Fox and Friend Weekend, and she said this: "Reportedly, selling off parts of Trump's unfinished border wall for approximately two million dollars, all in a plan to block the GOP's plan to try to use it." Yeah, the move leaving lawmakers sounding off. Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton telling the New York Post, "Leaving the border open to terrorists while selling border security materials at a loss." is Bidenomics in a nutshell. Here with reaction is Sunday Morning Futures anchor, Maria Bartiromo. Maria, good morning. This story made me want to, like, you know, explode. It's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, good morning, Rach. It's absolutely true. And the real uh, comparison to look at is the fact that you're talking about $2 million uh, of revenue from this. And in fact, this is $300 million in value. This is taxpayer money. I mean, the problem here is that it once again underlines the fact that this administration does not care about taxpayers' dollars. They'll spend whatever they want, and they will leave equipment on the ground and let it go to waste. This is $300 million of components to build the wall that have been left to rust and rot. Maria Bartiromo yesterday. Here's the thing about, about that story. I'd like to find out what Democrat got the deal. What Democrat got two or three million dollars worth of an investment, and he gets three hundred million dollars worth worth of stuff? I mean, even if he just takes it and melts it, he's going to make a fortune. Oh yeah, Th- this is ridiculous. But you know, it gets worse because they are hell bent on keeping Trump out of the office to the point to where they are going to say, because of the insurrection, that uh, uh, blue states. Uh, will take Trump off the ballot. So in other words, even though he's got the highest polling numbers ever, he can't win. They are going to fix the election to where, and if they can take Trump off, they can take anybody they want 
off the ballot. Now, if you're a Democrat, you go, well, that's good. We'll win. <laughs> you know what? If I ever got into office, and I've no. thought about it, you know, if I got into office, I would go back and say, you know what? I want the voter polls. I want to know who voted for these a-holes. Because guess what? I'm going to get that money back that they lost, that $298 million, and I'm only going to tax the blue for it because you voted for the guys that stole the money from the American public. I think you okay. should be responsible for who you vote for. What we That's me. What we have said for the longest of times is that uh, as much as I love Trump and I think Trump should win because he has got the following and he's got the people behind him, uh, I, I think that I think the people uh, the deep state are going to uh, just sabotage him in any way, in every way, including the worst way. I there think are... the ultimate, the ultimate ending end game is if everything else fails, if they can't get any traction on the Fourteenth Amendment, if the, the if the indictments don't work and his popularity keeps growing like it is, I I don't put anything past the deep state. Anything past the deep state. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it, mm -hmm. but you know what I'm talking about. These yeah. people are ruthless. They don't want to give up power. I do not know how a good man, a good and honest and decent man, gets back into power anymore in this country. I do not know unless, God forbid, there's a civil war. Well, I was just going to say there, there's, there's, there's a uh, a marching anthem for the left by leftists that was from the '60s that would actually play relevant now for the right uh, by the Beatles. Say you want a revolution, keep doing what you're doing, you know, because people are going to pick up their pitchforks. They're going to pick up whatever they got, even though you can't buy them anymore, even though it's legal. But uh, you know, you just you march around the laws. Yep. Come on. Yep. You can't do that. And you want a one-party system state? I listen well, what to... What happens if the other party gets mad and takes it over and they're the party? And what? where does that leave you, Mr. Blue? I listen to a lot of talk Sad radio. A lot of talk radio. And, um, and all of a sudden, there's a common conversation going on that I haven't heard before in the past at all. People are actually talking about civil war i mean mm -hmm. listeners are calling up and talking about in their minds the only possibility to rescue the country is a revolutionary war i cannot believe that i live in a country right now where that is a, a, an honest discussion but it is it is yeah. an honest there are a lot of people out there who don't don't have any they don't think there's any other option and i can't this is where the deep state has pushed the conversation. The, mm -hmm. they've, they've done, and you know, I think it's intentional, Bill. I oh, think they is. want it. Look, every time the Bidens are in trouble, though, an indictment comes down. Of course, the, uh, the, the pseudonym names of Joe Biden came out on Friday. Bad, bad news. The media is not talking about it. But what they are talking about, well, another Trump indictment. Yes, you heard me right. Number five is coming down the line. It's on the track and chugging along right now. Katie Hobbs, you remember her? Yeah, the, she, uh, the lady she that certified was in charge her election. Of, yeah. <laughs> yes, in charge of certifying the votes, ran for governor. And I'll be damned if she didn't win 
by her own certification. And now she's going, well, these deniers, we got to, and Trump's a biggie. We are going to indict Trump in Arizona, a red but, state. But, you know, the people, got, the people know what's going on, I think, it, as far as the indictments it go. It doesn't matter that the right knows what's going on. Do something! Yeah, that, please, I think you just blew my headphones off. I blew mine off my head. <laughs> got to pick them up. Hang on. Sorry about that, folks. He, he's, a, right. he's a little riled today, and I, I don't I'm, blame I'm, him. I, but, I'm calm. But we have got a situation right now where all I hear on the weekends are people like James Comer, who's a very nice and articulate guy, coming on the, the different talk shows and telling us about all he has and all he has to do. All he has on Biden, but all he has to do. I see James, Jim Jordan come on with his sleeves rolled up, never wearing a sports coat because he's working for the people, hardworking, and he's out there saying that Biden did this and Biden did that. But, you know... There's no, like Bill just said, there's no action. We see mm. the talk, but we don't see the walk, okay? We don't see them doing something. We see them putting stuff together in preparation to do something, but we don't see any action. Look, it, call me crazy, but... Crazy, Jim, you're crazy. Th thank you. You're welcome. Someone should go into Congress when they go back into session the very first day and have a vote for impeachment. Just right off the bat. Right off the bat. Get it out there. Let's well, do it. Well, that would be indictment number six coming down the, the pike then. But you know what? I look at Republicans and I look at Democrats. And the Democrats own lock, stock, and barrel their party and all the money. They control it. But the Republicans don't own their party. You have... Uh, you would have, um, I don't know, uh, rhinos mm -hmm. for the, you know, that, that vote democratically and rule right. democratically. So they like have control in our party. Cause I'm going like, you know, maybe we ought to do, uh, in the fall in the elections, not only sit there and come out in mass support, but pick alternate candidates to, you know, replace a rhino, get the rhinos out of the Republican party. You know, party. I just, I just do not. I do not know how, and I think President Trump has got to see this. He does. But, but I don't know how he honestly thinks he's going to get back into office. I mean, he you just can't tell yourself, I got 60% of the, of, the, of the vote out there. I'm, I'm the highest in the polls. You are that. I, I think what's going on, you know, everyone said Trump's got a plan. I think the plan was, is continue forward. And, you know, the snake is going to come out of the ground and rear its head. It's done that now. We know, we know the snake. But is the snake too big to fight? Uh, that's what he didn't know. I don't know. We whether don't he, know. The only way I, I see, the only way I see Trump uh, winning. He had to go forward. He didn't. Well, but the only way I see him winning. going to take him one way or the other. The so. only way he can win is if he has. Uh, for example, the military behind him. If the, mili if, well, the, if the military sees that there have been improprieties in government, if the military senses that uh, the left, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're an enemy within, because they take an oath in the military well, to go after enemies both foreign and domestic. And if the military sees domestic enemies, 
if they have the uh, facts on the domestic. And I would submit that these phony indictments are an indication of of uh, of that. You know, the military well, could look at that and say, wait a second, this I is all submit, baloney. I would submit that the left knows they need the military on their side. What's going on with the Navy where they're taking commanders out of cruisers yeah, and battleships and, I, I heard, and whatnot? I heard Millie's leaving. Yeah, yeah, he may be leaving. Well, uh, that, but what are they no going to replace there. him with? No loss, <laughs> but what are they going to replace him with? And I'm sitting there going, these guys, are, it's all the same narrative. Uh, the, their ability to command is uh, loss of uh, confidence in their ability to command. Is that going on in the Marines? Is that going on in the Air Force? Is that going on in the Army? Because we don't hear about that. We hear about the Navy because it's big. But then again, go go to Hawaii. All right. We have a military base right there in Honolulu, which is 100 miles away maybe. Okay. 100 miles, a ship traveling at 20 knots. All right. It could have been there in, in three hours, four hours. Less, yeah, okay. Let's just because they probably go better. Well, than Well, they got to fill say. the ship up with with supplies. I mean, they got to put. Well, but they could have gotten patrol boats and stuff over there in an hour's time, you know, or an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But no, it was days before the Coast Guard got there. Days. Oh, I know. No, we we got to let this sucker burn Wait down. You, I wonder how I wonder how Joe's going to be greeted by the locals uh, in he Hawaii. Does, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to go there. You know where else he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, uh, I guess there's some kind of economic summit going on. So he's going to be in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. Nice. He's not too hey. far from uh, Yellowstone, right? Mm. I guess Old Faithful is going to blow its top. Yeah, that's I don't right. know. <laughs> uh, we're, no, we're not talking about Old Faithful. We're talking about Joe. Yeah. Um, I happen to think that that we're at a we're at a, cross, a crossroads and if, if, if we, the country can go in one of two directions, and the decisions have got to be made very soon. I hope that Trump and his people are more sophisticated and more into this than they appear to be on the surface. Because on the surface, all we hear and see are uh, things like, uh, you know, I'm up sixty points, sixty uh, percent. Uh, I'm I'm going to win in a landslide. All these positive, uh, self-promoting comments. But in in the background, I'm hoping that there's a war room and I'm hoping that these guys are working on a plan and maybe have some people working with them that are in strategic positions that tr- truly can help them out and help the country out. Because we, right now, it would appear, are on... Uh, 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 we're headed for disaster. We're headed yeah. for disaster. As it is right now, if nothing happens, if nothing happens, Donald Trump, I believe, is going to lose the election. Now, he has more Not people. by the popular vote. No, he, he has, has more people. popular yeah. vote, but the, by the counted vote. They're gonna, the counted they'll blo- vote that- you're going to have Democratic governors blocking him from the ballot in different states using the 14th Amendment that you just read a second ago. The, these Democratic How many governors. What would it take to do it? One, two, three. Oh, That's it? a handful. But they, you know, they they have about twenty. California would be it. Okay, California, Pennsylvania, be, Wisconsin, California, Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, California, Georgia. Yes, 
I be mean, sucked up by the meridian falls. I mean, so there I don't you, know. There you go. We we are we're in bad a bad strait right now. We're in a bad strait, and you know, I don't know where we're going. I mean, when you hear such desperation on these different talk shows from from the listeners, where they're talking about civil war. I mean, this is this is incredible, incredible stuff that's happening. And, and and God forbid that were to happen. I don't I just don't know whether there's a winner if we have a civil war. I mean, can you imagine what that would do to our country? A civil war in the 21st century. It wouldn't be muskets and bayonets, my friends. It wouldn't be it would be bloodier, messier and deadlier. And and by the way, the Civil War in 1865 or 1860 to 61 to 65 killed 650,000 people. It was the deadliest war in our history. As a matter of fact, more people died in that war than all our other wars combined. Yeah. So. Well, it's going to happen again. They say they want population control. That would be one that way would do to it. do it. Yeah. That would do it. But then, you know, uh, the spoils go to the victors. So, um, the, you know, maybe the left is betting that uh, they're going to control gun control, uh, guns and whatnot, and they're going to be able to take it all. Yeah. Because I, you know, there's something going on in the military. There's something going on with everything. And maybe there's not. Maybe it's just, you know, the the suspicious guy in me that makes me a bit of a conspiracy theorist. But the simple fact is there's too many oddities going on. Bill. Y- you go back to Joe's election. Uh, you drive by and nobody's... There's no way he got 85 million no, votes to begin you, with. That you, was number one. Number two, you never saw anybody at his rallies. You still don't see him at his rallies. So Bill, what's going on? You have, you either have uh, in, in the military, you have a constitutionalist, a a man who's leading his his uh, group, who believes in the Constitution and standing by the Constitution, or you have a loyalist, a loyalist, and I think. It's as simple as that. What they've found out is there are certain key people in, in who run different fleets and things like that who are either constitutionalists. They've figured out, okay, this guy, he's going to stand by the Constitution. We're going to have a problem with him. We've got to replace him with a loyalist. We've got to replace him with somebody who's on our side who will damn the Constitution. I'm staying with fire the administration. That missile that I've been told to fire. It's, yeah. If it's a nuke, it's if it's nuke tip. Oh, sure, we're going to take out Canada. Let's go ahead and do yeah. it. Goodbye, Canada. You know, well, let's take out California. Well, no, and I let's think take out Florida. They won't go re- uh, Democrat. That's where we're going Boom. right now. I think the, you talked about that guy in, in Japan. Uh, I think he probably was a constitutionalist. And the guy before him, by the way, was in the China Sea, In Giagawa, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, these, these are guys who probably were uh, old school, all-American a military men, and it just didn't go over well with this administration. Yeah, I mean, what what, know, what military men, Bill, excuse me, but what mil- military men would approve of the way we withdrew from Afghanistan after, what was it, 20 years of being over there? Oh, well, you know, we talked about the uh, the wall, $300 million with the hardware there that we well, that's are a, selling for $2 million. Yeah. How much money did we leave in Afghanistan? Just uh, eighty nine billion. Eighty nine billion. billion, and it went to yes, uh, it did. foreign people. Oh well, here's here's another little uh, tidbit of information if I can get it off the tip of my tongue. The Taliban is the biggest seller right. of military equipment 
in the world right now next to like the United States and maybe Russia, China, you know, the bigger nations. The Taliban selling yeah. a lot of stuff for pennies on the dollar and making well, millions, you know. Nice, nice, nice guys that are doing that and getting away with it. And here we are trying to uh, get through with this. Uh, you know, the uh, the people, 911, mm-hmm. you know, the people that were, they, they've been 9/11, in, right. uh, yeah, yeah, 911, mm-hmm. uh, the terrorists that have been locked up for years over that, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, what was it Gitmo? There's Obama released yeah, some. There's some Gitmo, Joe is yeah. releasing them now, but all the people that were accused of the the not insurrection insurrection, we want to lock them up forever. We put them in a little room with a light bulb in there that's the size of a closet and a bucket to do their business in. We knew that these guys in 9-11 were in this country. We knew about what they were doing in flight schools five months before 9-11. Yeah. And we did nothing. We probably helped them. And the fact that uh, it's Obama and Biden that are let, that l- let these guys out and are letting these guys out. I do want to say one thing that we ought to do some other time. I was looking at properties because Obama's name came up. Mm-hmm. Well, his house was unscathed in Hawaii. Well, it was, I think, 100 miles away from where where it is. But you know, I started looking at Obama, who was a guy that had no money when he came into Washington. He made, what, $400,000 a year as president. So good money, but not not to not to pay for his $11.5 million compound that he owns now in Massachusetts or the $8.7 million Hawaiian compound, mm-hmm. and he owns others. Well, he did a movie deal. It was a movie deal that never got produced, never happened. $60 million, yeah. Yeah, he got $60 million. Well, there you go. Uh, the book deals. He didn't write the books. Of course he didn't. <laughs> he didn't even time. sit there. No, 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 no. I, you know, I'm not saying he can't write a book, but the average person that writes a book takes a little while to write something like that. Mm-hmm. No, that was that was written for him and put his name on him. Same thing with Joe. Joe wrote books and did public speaking engagements. I haven't seen one darn speaking engagement where he went that pulled the crowd or made money. And you're paid by the tickets sold unless they were they were paid for tickets that were just secret, you know, mm-hmm. little donations. Well, not enough people are here to hold a, a, a speech. You don't have to do it, Joe, but keep the $40 million you got. Come on. We need to go through these presidents and see where that money came from and how it got there. Forget presidents. I mean, we got senators doing it. We've got so many senators who come to get you know, all politicians. Joe Biden, you know, he didn't start uh, selling influence, I'm sure, as vice president. Now, he probably started selling it when he was a senator. You well, know? you know, you go to the bookstore, bar, uh, store Barnes and Noble, you'll see Michelle's book there, you see Barack's book there, you see Joe Biden's book there. And I'm going, well, they didn't write that book. Hillary's got a new book out that she started doing the narrative on, and it is, uh, it's basically her agenda of what she's going to sell to the public and shove down their throat. But I'm going, she didn't write it because mm-hmm. I know people around Hillary, and, you know, she, she is a BITCH, it, by the way, but she it, didn't write it. I, I can tell you from experience, writing takes discipline. You have to sit down no matter who you are. If you are writing the book yourself, you have to sit down at the keyboard and spend the time thing. putting it together. Like you know? studying for a test, but it's a big test. But I'm saying is, 
you go through the, the bookstore and you see all those books. Oh, Obama wrote a book. Michelle wrote a book. Oh, they must be. Oh, yeah. Joe wrote a book. And that goes to the narrative that's how they made all their money. Did you buy the book, read the book? Do you know somebody that bought the book, read the book? Or is it just there taking up space on a shelf because somebody's kicking in some money that kicked in money to the person that supposedly wrote the book, and it's all just a big fat lie? Go up to the clerk and say, how many of these books have you sold? Well, including the one you're holding, if you do buy it, one. Okay, uh, one more thing before we wrap this up. I just looked at the clock on the wall. Uh, it is uh, it, just about that time. I thought this was interesting. The movie Sound of Freedom, still doing yeah. phenomenally, still doing phenomenally around the world. I mean, making them millions and millions of dollars, finding an audience everywhere. Um, one of the quarterbacks for the Miami Dolphins, his name is Tua Tagliovia. I hope I pronounced right. that right. A very Tagliovia. nice guy, articulate guy, very talented quarterback. He had this to say at a football press conference. Sound of Freedom's good. Um, yeah, Sound of Freedom's definitely really good. You guys should should watch that, especially you guys with kids. That's NFL quarterback, right? Miami Dolphins, Tua Tagliovia. Yeah. You know what yesterday was, Bill? National uh, Radio Day. Radio. National you know Radio what? Day. Yeah. Uh, I don't celebrate stuff like that. I mean, you know. I do. It's, Self and well, yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I, I'll tell you why I do. I do because radio been very, very good to me. Okay, <laughs> been very, very good. Radio's yeah. been good to me. It's been bad to me. But you know, I see all the people out there. Uh, not you, but I see all the people out there that um, you know. It's self indulging. They sit there and mm. they they brag about things that mean nothing. It's a popularity uh, contest amongst the people that enter the popularity show, mm. and it has nothing to do with the listener. I care more about, you know, my stance with the listener, and, you know, if my stance is good, I take home a paycheck. If my stance is not good with them, I don't get a paycheck. So I got to be, and I don't want, hey, he I look at it, I look at it this way. The, you know, a, a lot of guys do a lot of different things. I happen to work in broadcasting and radio. And mm -hmm. yes, it was, uh, it was, there were good times and bad times, like everything else in life. I mean, everything else in life is that way, right? Your personal experiences and relationships, your f friend relationships, yeah. all those things are ups and downs. And radio was that way. But on the whole, radio was fun. It was interesting. It was exciting. Oh, it's fun. I never felt like I was going to, to work really because I got a chance to go in and do something I dreamed about when I was a kid. So that's why I saluted it because it, it gave it gave me something, you know. And and yeah, uh, I just I don't like the self indulgence of the. Of, well, uh, I've been doing that for the, years, you know. <laughs> and the the beating of the chest. I'm I'm just not oh. into that. <laughs> I I don't do that. I, I don't, do that Tarzan thing, you know. I don't believe in it, and uh, you know. So if somebody Google's my name. Uh, you'll probably find it, but you're not going to see any accolades or awards. And people go, well, I remember you at so-and-so, and didn't you? No, I never. I worked there, yes. I did this and this That's and because this. you were a troublemaker. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, and I have gotten in trouble for speaking my mind. Oh, many uh, times. I'm just, I'm just teasing you. you. You had a great career, and you had a lot of fun, and uh, I'm surprised. Oh, I had fun. That's the whole thing. That's probably that's probably why. I mean, wanna... yeah, you know, look, look, um, 
Uh, no, I'm not even going to say that because it would be self-indulgent. <laughs> so I'm not even going to do that. What I can say is if you want to reach us, our number here is 833-538-7868. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com. That was a... Uh, uh, Abbreviated. A, point, a poignant pause. Yes, a for pregnant effect. pause, yes. <laughs> I was looking at uh, how does new metal roof cost? How much does it cost? I was looking at this ad that popped up on my screen. And I caught you by surprise because I I'm usually say third. it twice. Yes, you do, but you only said it once. So I'll say mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. One more time. Mail. Just to make sure it's, at it's another mail. Day. That's M-A-I-L okay. at itsanotherday.com. And now, if you would step up to the microphone and say in your most professional voice. Here come my feet walking up to yes. the microphone. Yes. Clear your throat. <clears throat> Testing. One, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Can you hear me back here? I can hear can you. Can you hear me back here? Yes. All right. <clears throat> me, 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 me. All right, enough of it. Just say it, will you? Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. A terrorist sleeper cell has plans to detonate a suitcase nuclear device while the president and the Israeli Prime Minister are making an appearance at the Convention Center in Pittsburgh. Can a retired New York City cop stop it from happening? If the cop is Jack Kane, then it's got a good chance. Strike at the Giant, a Jack Kane mystery by Jim Harrington, is a page-turner that will keep you riveted from cover to cover. Strike at the Giant, a Jack Kane mystery from Dover and Blackstone Media, LLC, is available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and many other great online book sites. Or visit itsanotherday.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Strike of the Giant is all you need. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>